0: Hello residents of Meeple Town, this is Dean, Johnny Vacation, and today we're going to be doing back-to-back reviews of Tang Garden and Nova Luna, so thanks for joining us for episode number 42.
1: Right, Residents of people town if you were here right now you would see dean you would see him face to face i'm backing away from my mic a little bit you would see him we are we have got in the same premises now we are not sitting right next to each other we're still social distance apart but you're here
0: i am stop staring at me it's weirding me out we're can gonna we have hold to hands we, we can't
1: to... can we virtually can we
0: act like it no I don't think that's necessary. Oh, man. Is it? I mean, why would that ever I be necessary? I love staring
1: into your deep brown eyes, Dean. I don't have brown eyes. This I is wonderful. That. What is it? Hazel? Hazel. Hazel eyes. That brown and Hazel is basically the same thing.
0: Which is perfect, because you know the name of my favorite band of all time? Sister Hazel.
1: I cannot think of their name. <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue. Is that really your favorite band of all time?
0: <laughs> I love Sister Hazel. Really? The answer is yes. They are my favorite. What was their big hit? Uh, if you can't answer that question, John.
1: Dude, I'm sorry.
0: All for you? Remember that song yeah, back then? I, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 it, that's what I was thinking it was, but I didn't want to say it, and people would be like, you're stupid.
0: Well, they're probably thinking I'm stupid because that's my favorite band of all thinking. No one's, thinking, no one's thinking
1: you're stupid. Dude, classic 90s.
0: Tweet jam. tweet at us if you are a big Sister Hazel fan, because I'll be honest, there's not a lot of us out there. And it's not
1: happening, Dean. Try, you can try as hard as you want. <laughs>
0: But you know, it doesn't have to be your favorite band, just like, oh, I love them. That's that's what I need for validation in all of this.
1: Remember Hootie and the Blowfish, man?
0: I saw them live. I wish that
1: I would have seen them live
0: free at that. So, wow, they did one of those, uh, like you know, those free Nashville con- hold concerts.
1: Hold my hand, remember? Uh, that's a, we just segued. we just segued <laughs> into me asking to hold your hand earlier. Now I just sing about it. Can we
0: segue to 80s movies? Are we ready for that yet?
1: Well, I, I, was, I was gonna say, I'm on you know, why I'm Johnny Vacation. You told
0: us last time you were going on vacation. <laughs> I did tell you last time. However... because I'm still going on, because I haven't gone on vacation yet. Remember that yeah. time we've been recording, like, super late? Oh my gosh. Those are the days of the past. Exactly. Actually, maybe not. Recording super early this we time. We are super early, like, we rec- days we, after the, fir- the last episode.
1: We recorded on Tuesday, and it's Friday, and we're recording again because I'm going to be gone for a week and a half on vacation, and so... Yeah, Dean and I, are, we squeezed in some games, man, we just fast and furious because we need to get multiple plays, obviously, and man, we've been playing games a lot to prep for this episode. And
0: We've been watching some 80s movies to prep for the...
1: That's, that's just all you care about. You don't even care about the board games.
0: No, I was actually considering asking if you want to start an 80s movie podcast. Like, I would I, maybe forget the board game thing. We can just oh, watch eighties movies. Just drop the board yeah, game. we'll thing. drop Meeple no. Town. We can still call it Meepletown, Town, but all we're gonna do is talk about eighties <laughs> games, which we had a review. Yeah, that's that right. We we talk too much about things that aren't related to board games. So,
1: because of that, we're gonna have an episode, uh, a segment we'll put in between our two reviews that have nothing to do with board games. And.
0: No, because of and, that, we're switching direction <laughs>
1: and not doing board games at all. Show that you. Yeah, you know, we're gonna talk even more about stuff that has nothing to do with board games. <laughs> hey, I like a little bit of that. Don't I mean? That's just it's fun for
0: me. If you don't like this part of our episode, you can just skip past you it. Just stop listening to us.
1: Just get. There's a little fast forward button. You just get past it and get to the board there's games.
0: Tons of podcasts out there. Listen to somebody
1: else, w- which that- will do the exact same thing that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were talking about this. I'm not sure if I know. Many, and I don't listen to a ton of board game podcasts, but many that just, heavy cardboard is pretty right to it. They don't talk, he doesn't talk a whole ton about other stuff.
0: I have, my problem is I have too many and so I don't really introduce a lot. So yeah. like the ones I listen to, they,
1: they definitely go <laughs> off on Secret Ball, Blue
0: Peg, Pink Peg, they, yeah. Yeah, they do. But that's what I love about them.
1: Me too. I want, give me some personality, man. I don't I don't want to just, I don't want to get right to it, you know? Yep. So today
0: we're not talking about board games. Yes, we are. Oh, okay, we will. We'll talk yes, about Yes, we are. Games. D- Can we talk D- about 80s movies? Now? All right, so we for only 80s? had
1: one poll this time because, you know, there is a short distance or so time like in between the last ones. Eight of them next time. We will have several, that's for sure, unless I forget to post during vacation, which could happen. All righty, so the last one is Back to the Future versus Terminator. Oh, that's not no it. Way. That was last I was like, <laughs> time. We just talked about that one. Oh, man, I was so excited. I was like... Okay. My son dressed up as Marty McFly last night and came downstairs. My 10 year old son said, Who am I, John? A uh, John. Wait, John, Dad. He calls me John. <laughs> yeah, he called me John. Who am I, Dad? And uh, I didn't quite figure it out at first, but he said, Marty McFly, because he just loves. He's in love with Back to the Future right now. So good. Beetlejuice, The Outsiders, The Never Ending Story, and Die Hard.
0: I think. Am I am I saying who I think was the most? The, the yeah, that's what we that's what we typically do. I think Die Hard was the most. Is that close? Really?
1: You really think that Die Hard was the most? Yes, Die Hard won.
0: Oh, okay. Almost. You think that I cheated? Yeah, that's why you at it. I do. At. Here's okay. My logic. I I started to vote for Die Hard. I did not. I actually I've been voting on these right before. Yeah,
1: I send him a link right at, right after, so he gets to see. There's always one vote usually, and it's mine. So no, here's
0: know. what I do. I, I figure out what I'm going to vote for. I look away from my screen, and oh, then click so you don't it. See anything. I don't see any of it. Yeah, lies. So I really okay. I believe you. All right. But my Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> 90s movies is next. Yes, 90s Christmas movies. That's what we'll do. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So Die Hard is number one.
1: That's and it, it actually won handily. I'm I am Okay, that's surprised I'm surprised not that Die Hard isn't a really good movie, but there's some I thought this was a pretty good list too actually.
0: Yeah. All of these have been This for me is a lower tier list, but not one of them for me. But none of them like really pulls apart from the rest of them. So like for me, it was difficult. I was down to Die Hard and Beetlejuice, which I voted for Beetlejuice. Me too. Did you? Dude, I really like Beetlejuice. I do too. I do too. I actually asked my wife on this one too. She was like, oh, Beetlejuice hands down. Yeah, she she love loves it. It's one of her favorites. How? I'm sad. that
1: I'm really sad Beetlejuice did not win.
0: Did You just said it twice. Don't say it again. Don't do it. Beetlejuice. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, okay, so Beetlejuice number two. I don't think that's
1: right. <laughs> well, actually, it was a tie, twenty point seven
0: percent. Never-ending story. Yeah, with never-ending okay. story. And okay.
1: you know, the Outsiders finally got some love at the end. But I, there are some people that really love that. At least I rem- I know people who really love Outsiders, and that's a hugely up there movie for them. That's how you say it. I
0: think. Um, okay, stay gold, Pony Boy. Oh yes, I just watched this for the first time. Within the last like couple months. Before we start Whoa, doing all this really? List, it is an awful, terrible movie. Really? It's not good at all.
1: I haven't seen it in a while, but I really liked it.
0: We had a friend that said, hey, check this out. The, the movie's really good. The movie has a lot of really good actors in it. But like, it this movie is stacked with with yeah. really good actors. The movie is garbage. Wow. Whoa. Tell, <laughs> hey,
1: how about that, Meeple Town? Get on the threads, on the BGGs, on the Twitters. If you like Outsiders, which... Only 3.4% of you do,
0: so... It's awful. I bet mean, this person who told us about watching
1: this is the only one I've I that really that. liked it when I saw it, but it's honestly... Yeah, watch actually, it again. It does not hold up. I was going to say it was high school since I've seen this yeah. one, probably.
0: Yeah. But maybe as a high schooler, that would be a good one to watch because it's in the I think same it was kind frame. of like a hip one to watch. Garbage. I'm just being real. I'm saying. I was into hip stuff. This is probably the low... I, I've never seen NeverEnding Story, by the way. How about that? Wow. It's been a long time, too. But it would still get rated higher for me.
1: And Die Hard's been a long time. Honestly, out of all these four, I've seen Beetlejuice recently, and the others, it's been a really long time.
0: Die Hard we watch on occasion every like couple years, probably. Yeah. So it's been... I love Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: that didn't... I was really hoping that that would win.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, there you what go. next? Is that it? That's yeah, the that's it. We're, okay. at, we're,
1: we're, this is at, we're going fast and furious in this episode, okay. man.
0: So for you, okay, wait, you said Beetlejuice, then what? What was your ratings of those? Rankings,
1: man. Well, I would have probably said Outsiders, but now you got me gun Hey,
0: man, like maybe you Die like. Hard.
1: Maybe Die Hard. Never-ending story at the end, probably. Okay. Never-ending story.
0: Never-ending story. That... Okay. <laughs> there was an Atari's version of that. Is that right? Is that right? Atari. I, I don't.
1: I never listened to the Ataris much. Not that right. I, I might actually really like them, by the way, but I just have not done that. Because I'm not hip anymore. I used to be.
0: Maybe we should get to what we've been playing. I thought I was. Is it time? Yep. Alright.
1: <laughs> we might have another bad review that said it Do you want to me to we start? start? Well, I only have one I'm going to talk about today.
0: Why don't you start? Since I'm looking up this never-ending story thing.
1: Seriously? But how many are you going to talk about? One. Oh, wow. Okay. So, here's a game that for some Maybe reason two. um, I have played the app version of this game, but haven't played the physical copy. And it is a... Uh, Speaking of, since we were just talking about Spill Dejar's nominations, which we weren't actually, in case you think that I was really doing that.
0: Nope. Okay. Uh, Let's talk
1: about Spill Dejar's
0: winner. Okay. Alhambra. Oh, gosh. All right. Before you try, I think I talked about this last episode. John won't stop texting me about Alhambra like <laughs> every day. Just questions and how much he loves it. And, no, uh, it's not I, I that at all. Just I don't like, love it that much. Just talk about it on the episode so we can move on and not talk about this game Well,
1: anymore. So, it, and it won back in 2000, uh, it's on the box, 2003. That's right. So, it won, um, it won back in 2003. I just said that twice, you know, just for emphasis. So, in Alhambra, you're placing tiles. Now, Interestingly, in this game, it, the scoring is—one uh, of the things I like about Glenmore 2 that we talk about is I like games that you score relative to other people. I just like that. Mm-hmm. And in this game, you're going to score points three times at th- the course of the game. You're going to be placing tiles into your Alhambra, and you're going to be scoring points based on how many green or red or uh, white or whatever you have— r- relative to other players which I think that's really fun on top of that you're also building a wall that connects at the end of the game you score a point for every segment that connects in a contiguous line which is really really fun I'm not you I'm not gonna talk about how you get um, the cards I guess you just pay money that you have in your hand Uh, if you have a card that costs seven but you have a niner then you don't get your money back so that leads to some important decisions interesting decisions but if you pay the exact amount then you get to do another action you pay the exact amount again you get to do another action Um, the reason I had talked about this a lot was what what got me really thinking about this was whenever we did our uh, top tile laying list tile placement list which we did that on the YouTubes and when we did that this is one that I'd only play on the phone and so I was like man I actually really like this game but I've never played the physical copy so yes Dean I asked you a million times about this game I don't know why Newfound Glory Oh yeah.
0: That's one of my wife's
1: favorite bands. Oh, I know all about them.
0: That's why I've heard this version a lot. Yeah. It's a fun game. It's not <laughs> great, but it's fun. So, I think so I think
1: the base game is pretty fun. Like we played it as a family and as a family game, we really most of us really liked it. My 10-year-old really liked it. I like this game. I'm the reason that I'm so intrigued by this is that I'm wondering if this compares to carcassonne if i get the big box i don't know i haven't played the expansions i've only played the base game a decent amount and i like the base game and i i, I guess i say i get the same kind of rating feels for this in carcassonne i do oh wow okay. um, i'm not saying i like it better because i don't but i get it's it's in the same ballpark is all i'm saying i love carcassonne big box so could this be a game that i really enjoy if i had those expansions the big box i think so but i haven't done it I like, I like this game more than you do, for sure.
0: Yeah, you do. It's 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 fun, but it's not great for me. But I think expansions might change that. For me, the decisions aren't very interesting for me, I guess. Really? Yeah. I, you think I they're think, obvious? I think. For me, when I play, they're obvious.
1: I think when you just des- deciding to take money or not is a huge decision. And when to take some smaller amounts so that you can maybe get... The exact amount later, or maybe I just take that nine. Maybe I buy that building now, but I don't know. It's not
0: you know a good comparison is one of our reviews today, Tang Garden, in in that kind of decision, deciding whether to take tiles or money versus. We'll talk about this later, but when to take tiles or take the cards in Tang Garden, for me the the decisions in Tang Garden, those decisions are much more interesting. I think. So yes. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. From the base game, I think. But I do think that there is an a, a nice streamlined simplicity of this game that I'll really like. I mean, you'd make it... You know what I mean? Like, with Garden. we'll talk about that in a little bit, but there's a lot of stuff going on here. It's not that much going on, and it seems like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I think it's cool that it's something that I can pull out. I do think... More people probably would like Carcassonne. And by BGG ratings, yeah, Alhambra's rate is 7.0. I don't know what. Less people have that played is. it, though, I would say. Overall. I think so. But,
0: but I, people new getting in the hobby, I doubt really like go for Alhambra. I was very pleasantly
1: surprised by Alhambra. I really was. Like I remember going, I remember people telling me. Or, you know, it was rated 7.0, which isn't a great rating. It's not a bad rating on BGG, but it's not a great one. Um, and I remember people just being kind of lukewarm on it. When I played it, I was like, this is better than people give this credit for.
0: Come Who, on. Who was it? Johnny Pack, the designer of... Oh, goodness. <laughs> Mine just went blank. Oh my gosh!
1: Sounder of mini games, Dean. Yes, Coloma. Coloma, Sierra
0: West. Not the ones I was thinking of. One that we just Lions of Lydia. Yeah, Lions of Lydia is what I was actually thinking of. So yeah. he's the one who said that. He's we listening need to check right out, now, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." John is my favorite host. I know him more from Twitter. Plus, our than names the games are Johnny. I'm Johnny Meebletown, He's Johnny <laughs> Pack. He suggested for us to get the the expansions and and check that out. So I I really do want to try that. I'm
1: really interested. Carcassonne 7.4, by the way, base game versus 7. But I think it's closer than that for me. Like they're, they're really, they're, they're fairly close. Yeah. Uh, But I love the Carcassonne expansion. So if these expansions don't hold up, it might not even come close.
0: Yeah. So as you pick these up, if you do, uh, in, in the app, I've even considered, because they're a dollar a pop for the expansions in the app, which could add up because there's several of them. But yeah. I need to find out which ones are really good and, and go with those. The app
1: is, it works, but it's not near as good as a Carcassonne app, in my opinion.
0: You want to hear of a better game? Sure. I hope it is. So we recently got a review copy of Spirit Island.
1: Wrong. Alhambra is way better than Spirit Island. <laughs> Some people I'm might kidding. agree. That was a joke, Meeple Town. I've never <laughs> even played Spirit Island.
0: <laughs> Um, I've not played the physical version of this yet because we got the physical version as a review copy, but we also got a Steam key to review the app, which I've I've not had a chance to do yet because the game is a bear to learn how to play, and because it's still in beta, it's it's really a bear, huh? I didn't
1: realize that it was such. I mean, you've told me this a couple of times, Dean. Like the weight's like three point something. That's what I was just looking up. If you hear me typing on my computer, and I, I I remember, I mean, I've looked at this, and I've looked at people play it a little bit, but I just didn't realize. I haven't intently like sat down and watched a big long thing of it. Just yeah, it's a four, almost three point nine six. I just didn't realize it was quite that heavy. Yeah, I was thinking a like lot, three and a half or something. A
0: lot going on in this one. Once you figure it out, I think it's it makes sense, but it takes a while to understand all these different moving parts. So my talk today is only based on the app that I've played. Now again, there's no tutorial yet on the app, so I cannot speak to that. Which was unfortunate for me because I just had to watch videos, read the rule book, and and all that to learn how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey Meeple Town, he,
1: he's getting choked up over here. You got to keep this in the episode. <laughs> me, his me face is turning a little red out of because my he, chair. yeah, he's fa- because like, Meeple Town, he was literally falling out of his chair and his face is turning a little red. I think because he was uh, choking and losing a little bit of blood or something or blood's rushing to his head trying to i don't know wow. what's happening i got really choked up that
0: might happen again i don't know what's going on with me right now you hey, just, is that yeah, a new meeple town voice shirt just kind of
1: cracked a little bit did you get a new meeple town shirt uh, i've actually had this one for a while i just don't read it you let, read it wear
0: <laughs> it it says <laughs> meeple episode, town I'm can, I, is going south i can read it for you it says meeple town yeah what do you uh, think about this color i'm not sure i like it that's do a do good one. yeah if you're if you're going to the beach wear that to the beach i love this Tell color but it
1: might I'm glad that everyone can't watch uh, what we're doing. But this green and this green together, I'm not sure how that goes. I got you. I've got like a mint green shirt with a MeepleTown logo on it. MeepleTownGames.com if you want to buy a shirt.
0: People often come to me for fashion advice. So I would say, yeah, sure, go for it. And it, and that's the Dean's Seal of Fashion Approval right there. You're going to get you gonna get you one of these now? Uh, no, I couldn't pull that off. But
1: Dean is, Spirit Island. Let's I get, like bold colors. Good yep.
0: Gracious, my, my bad. Alright, so Spirit Island, I've only played the app version, had to learn how to play outside of a tutorial. And in this game, you have it's almost like a reverse Puerto Rico. This is how I describe it. I don't know if this is the best that's way what, to describe it. That's what he it. said to me, and I was like, hmm? So Puerto Rico, you're a colonist coming to like build up on an island and basically like, you know, take all of its resources. In Spirit Island, you have colonists that are trying to do that to your island, but you, John, take on the role of a spirit of the island, trying to push those those bad colonists away. And you are trying to... Do you have bodily forms? Um, you have little discs that represent the different areas that your spirit is on the island. But so there's not a body. No. That's that's thematically appropriate then. I'm there glad. we go. Yeah. yeah. And each one represents a different type of form too. Okay. So. That's cool. Anyway, so they're coming. You're trying to really... The biggest part, you're trying to instill fear in them and, uh, and also just push them off the island, destroy their buildings, that sort of thing. And what the the game winning condition is that at the beginning of the game if you can destroy all the explorers and both different types of buildings so all of their pieces off the board then you win okay but as you're instilling more fear then the win condition becomes easier so like That's interesting. you instill eight fear a card comes out and and that happens a couple times and now i don't know exactly how many times that happens but now what you have to do is destroy just the different types of buildings And then it goes down to, I think it goes down to, if I remember right, just one type of building that you have to destroy and then you win the game. But once they get their uh, blight tokens out, they can get a certain amount of blight tokens and they can win. Um, there's different ways that they can win, but basically they're trying to overtake the island. And mainly so this that's is... that's why
1: it's reverse reverse Puerto Rico, because you're not trying to colonize. You're trying mm-hmm. to get them out of there. Yeah, so the, the like theme that. of this is
0: a little more pleasant than Puerto Rico, maybe. <laughs> What'd you say?
1: I just like to colonize people and make them do whatever I want them to do. Well, maybe you should design a game where you destroy cultural everything okay that's my favorite thing
0: wow all right well that's a different game
1: that's not my favorite i get to say (laughs) things like this where people think that you're being uh Uh, serious yeah that you're being serious um
0: i do not like that so a lot of this is the card play you you play cards to take your actions so as your your discs go out on the board they're uncovering spots on your player board and so that will allow you to have more cards that you can play or more energy to be able to play those cards And that's kind of like a Terra Mystica or like a Clans of Caledonia, right? You're releasing these different things that you opening up new spots on the board. And then really the, the biggest other thing is as you play those cards, they also have symbols. And if you get certain types of symbols from those cards that match up with your specific spirit, then that's going to give you additional bonuses. Okay, now here's the cool thing, John. This is what's going to sell you. Some of the cards are red. When you play those, the action happens immediately after the card, like after you're playing your cards out there. Some of them have a turtle icon that's a like a bluish-purple color. Okay. Those don't, they're delayed actions. So when you play those, you play the red ones, they play immediately. Then the, the uh, whatever they're called, the bad guys, the colonists, they'll get their action phase. And then those turtle cards play out and so the that's interesting it's super interesting those decisions of i really want this to happen now but this turtle action is is better it's but really it's not going to help me but now it so later. it's that part is fantastic i really like it
1: so how is the um the upkeep for the the bad guy side
0: it's hard for me to say because okay. i've only played the app because you've been playing the app i got you. so super easy barely an in inconvenience that. yes yeah. it's
1: that's that's what I wonder with such a heavy game that would be my I'm really interested in this and can't wait to play it. But that would be my my concern would be if it's so much going on and you have to deal with a lot when they're moving that would not be as pleasant.
0: I think overall it'll but be fine. It may fine not be maybe great. Because the iconography is is helpful so there's kind of three action phases. One is the ravage, so certain types of lands ravage. And so like let's say the grass the jungles like they attack the jungle all the jungles get attacked and then all of this type like the mountains all of the mountains get built um, mm-hmm. so there's buildings that are built and then you draw a new card for explorers to come out so I guess the upkeep for the for them is is not difficult I'd say probably not hard
1: all right have I sold you yo I, I was already sold okay. I've been wanting to play this one um
0: yeah. I, I wasn't sure about you on this one because well, it's co-op and I know that's not your it's favorite. not my
1: favorite but a, a lot of that Not a lot. Some of it has to do with my wife who just doesn't like co-op games. And so the reason I haven't picked this one up is because I'm like, I'll never get it played. Sure. To be real. I mean, unless we could, unless this could sway her, but I don't think it will. I'm glad that you have it so we can play it. And then I'll decide whether, but being a four almost and co-op, I just don't. It's just one of those games I like to have. I feel like, but I just don't know if I would get it to the table that much, you know? Sure. Sure. But I'm really excited to play it. We will play it.
0: Well, we have to. Because yep. we got to review it. And this is, okay, so uh, Ryan Fournier, I, th- I think I'm saying Ryan. I've said his name before. I should ask him this. So I immediately, he's a listener to the show, um, a, a resident of Meepletown, Town, if, if you will.
1: Resident of Maple Town.
0: Ryan told me a while back, he said, you guys need to try Aeon's End and Spirit Island. And he was dead right on both of these. So I immediately went on Facebook and I was like, hey, Ryan, just got this in. You're right. These are great. And he's like, okay, pressure's on now because if i give you another game it's got to be good that's that's exactly right he is he's exactly right so anyway see what i love is that how much i take
1: the listener's advice because i've played none of these games <laughs> in fact i didn't even when did he say that in the in the in the guild did i miss that in the
0: guild it's I didn't even, been a while he's told okay. us a couple he's probably tweeted at us maybe yeah no i mean
1: i definitely has like I, I just didn't remember seeing that specific one that, that those specific recommendations I may have made that up
0: now i'm pretty sure that's what he said oh now
1: yeah. i mean that makes me even more interested that's good maybe in I'm the he likes it. Uh, yeah that's cool
0: review something i don't know
1: yeah i still haven't played aeon's Zen. you think i would like it you don't
0: i do but again it's a co-op game so yeah. who knows word a deck builder as a kid say it's a deck builder of different like... sorts but still deck builder all right well, that's okay it. that is that's the episode all right <laughs> see you next time Wow. No, or we could do a review of Nova Luna. How about that? You want to do that one first? Let's go. All right.
1: All right, residents of Meeple Town, Dean just as we paused said, This is so much better when we can see each other. And he didn't want to say that on the air because he doesn't want to talk about his love for me on the air and how much I think our you missed the point of why matters. I said that.
0: <laughs> I think our interaction for the episode is better, is what I was getting at. Yeah, I don't think we're cutting each other off and stuff near as much as we normally yeah. do.
1: All right, so let's talk about the Spill De Jars nominee nova luna how about that so that got nominated when did that was that this week or was it late last week i can't remember anyway it doesn't really matter but what does matter is i had been talking about getting this like for dean i had mentioned what i don't know a month ago or something dean hey maybe i should get this should we do this for the podcast dean was not interested Right. I mean, that's correct. Yeah, he was. And I was, I was interested, but I was a little lukewarm on, I wanted a little bit more of a heavy hitter, but whenever anything is nominated for the Spiel de Jars, then that's a heavy hitter. So I was excited that now I paid too much money for it.
0: Let's talk about Nova Luna,
1: huh? (laughs) We'll
0: get to that at the end.
1: Yeah, I'm supposed to to tell us how it's played, but then I just...
0: Let's hear it out. Let's hear a brief explanation. How about that?
1: Let's do it. I can do that, Dean. I think I can do that. You have this circle in the middle. And if you've ever played Patchwork, on your turn, you're going to pick one of the first three tiles. Now, when you pick a tile, you're going to move up a certain amount on this moon circle... And whoever's behind it's their turn so i could take a turn and jump way ahead and allow dean to have a couple turns before it ends up or even three before it ends up maybe four i don't think i don't think eh, could it could be i guess um before it actually ends up being my turn again i take the tile and i place it the first tile i'm just going to throw on the board now what the tiles have they're a color but what 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 matters is what color the tile is a so red blue uh, teal yellow but they also have bowls on them and the bowls on them Um, indicate how you're going to actually get rid of discs because the way you're going to win this disc is the first one to get rid of their 20 discs when you're going to win this game is the first one to get rid of 20 discs so if i have a yellow um, tile there and it has two reds in a bowl i need to orthogonally adjacent put two red tiles simple enough and if i do i get to tap take one of my discs and put it on that bowl I can't use it again um, but I do get rid of 20 and now I've got 19. so what's interesting about this game though is that you're not just doing orthogonally adjacent right next to that exact tile is chaining this game is if so in this game if you have let's chain, just say chain cha-ching. okay go ahead a change will do you good. I say a change. stop not song I was singing. Before. I know it isn't, but I just did another one. Okay. So if a chaining effect could be like this. Let's say I have a yellow tile, and to the left of that yellow tile is a red. And then to the left of that red one is another red. If I need two reds, it chains all the way to that yellow tile, and I get to put a disc on that. So you can have orthogonally adjacent chains that can really go crazy in this game. Actually, but that's it. I'm just trying to get rid of these discs. And this game plays in 30 minutes. It says on the box. It Could even be 20 minutes. So two let's... player, I think you can play less than that. I think yeah. you can play. It's two you know to the four game, players. Yeah, I two think you can players.
0: play. I mean, we have we played what 20 20 minutes or something like that. So
1: now let's talk about the most important piece. This is a Uva Uve <laughs> Rosenberg game. One of my favorite designers of all time. Absolutely. So uh hope oh, I don't have any bias. I try to not to have bias. Oh, yeah. But I'm i sure, love sure Rosenberg. you won't. I love Rosenberg. <laughs> All right, Dean, what do you think about the art and components?
0: I am not a fan. Wow. Just let it out like that, yeah. huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I I have to jump ahead on this. Yeah. So to talk about the price of the game. because Sure. The, the,
1: I think that's a adequate or <laughs> what? I'll just, appropriate. I'll
0: continue on. Go All ahead. Right, so MSRP $40, <laughs> is that right?
1: Um I'm looking that up right now. It's something around there. Like I think that normally you can get it when you can get it. I think at this point it's going out of stock a lot. But on most websites, um you know when you like Miniature Mart, Mini Mart and all those that have pretty cheap prices, um Card House all that kind of stuff, right now it's uh yeah, it's $35 generally. So the MSRP is probably around 40, 45 maybe, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so somewhere around there, whatever it's too high. Um, for for that forty dollars for what you get for a lot of other games, right? So in this game, you get those you get those tiles, you get little disc, yep, and the central board, and that's it.
1: And Dean complained about the little discs, like the inter- to to the point to where I was like, if you say the word little disc again, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna freaking flip this
0: table. And he did flip the table. That was because <laughs> I won, not because. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, why, 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 why do you put small small, little disc in there that you have to pick up with your large, potentially large sausage fingers? That's what I want to know. I don't think I have like abnormally large fingers or anything, but they just, why not put in like disc, (laughs) normal sized disc in this game? I don't understand. I mean, I don't know about production costs and all that, but all I, here's what I can do, John. I can compare this to other games of the same sort of components. Okay and it doesn't compare. Like Tang Garden for example is one that we'll talk about later. The production on this is through the roof for and you $10 can get dollars a, more. You can get a copy of that for $10 more. Yeah, and I just yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't get it. So yeah, and the the art, I'm not the biggest fan of the art. If you look at the box, here's why I'm not interested in this game. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh, they look like the tiles from Sorcerer City," which I love Sorcerer City. I think it's a great game, but those tiles, although functional, I don't think are very pretty. And then to put that as the cover of your box makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah, I think the tiles are slightly better than Sorcerer City, maybe, but I don't like them. Either. No, no, no. The tiles are. Yeah. I think
0: the, the look of the tiles are better on here. A little bit better. But the cover of the box, where you're trying to draw people in, looks I didn't like, mind the cover
1: so much. I didn't. It didn't get me super hype either, but I don't mind. Like, so what I like about the art is the moon faces because it reminds me of Melancholy and the infinite sadness. Remember tonight, tonight. Remember that I got video, you. Uh-huh. dude. That video was fire back in the day. That was a good,
0: that was a good CD. Dude,
1: that was, <laughs> Little... that's an amazing album. One of the best yeah. albums of all time, actually. I'm not, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying like top 10, but like top 100, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Oof. It's, you, it's, you... it's nice though. It's quite nice. You good? Probably top 100. Ugh. Anyways, so, uh, the rest of the art is pretty meh for me too. I'm with you there 100%. The components are just mediocre. The moon that you come with, uh, that you stand and move around as you kind of mark the place of the tiles that you're taking is holding on by a thread already. Like you bend you, there's just some bent the ways that you bend it. And mine is like, I mean, maybe it lasts for years. It probably will. Cause you're not going to move it too many, but it makes me nervous already. Uh, I agree with you. Like we aren't, ta- we're not going to talk about w- worth it necessarily. Cause we haven't talked about whether we like the game or not, but for 35 bucks, I mean, Stronghold, come on. I don't mean to be like that, but like, dude, this is a $25 game, in my opinion. Uh I paid, after shipping, almost $50 for this just for You Bebble Town. And I felt (laughs) like I like this game. I'm not going to tell you how much, but I felt hosed for that, for how little I get in this box. If I want to compare it to something else, I'll compare it to Isle of Cats that I just bought for $35. It's incomparable. In my opinion, the, the, you've the, got like what three times the components in that all, box. You have all. You have so many more. The box is way thicker, uh-huh. way nicer. You have cards, a hundred and something cards in that for the same price. Yeah, I. The only thing I and I don't know, man. I'm not
0: now positive for me in the in all the components in this game because so far we've been knocking it pretty hard. The size of the box of this is good. I like that small box. Oh, I box, love the size. size. I do.
1: I love the size of the box. The tiles are fine. They're not bad. They're just nothing to write home about. Yeah. They don't have to be. For me, it's more and I don't even care like the discs. I didn't think too much about until Dean said um something about it. So they didn't bother me too bad. For me, it's it's just the price point for what you get. I just feel like I just got robbed a little bit. Yeah. Like, man, know, yeah, Anyways, that's that's just my my thought. I just I don't know. You
0: wrestled with it for a long time. Should I pick this up? I did. That's you why.
1: Know. Even when it was thirty five dollars, I I've seen the thing. I'm like, man, is that really a thirty five dollar game? You know, because it's, it's it's, I don't know, man. It just and 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 then, you know, I paid forty three or something plus shipping was forty eight or something like that, and I was just like, I did it just for podcast. But anyway, yeah, I, I I'm disappointed really, and that is who knows maybe Stronghold's been around for a long time because they know how to price their games higher, and make more money off of them. Seriously. They've been around for a long time. Maybe they know what they're doing, Dean.
0: Well, apparently they do. Yeah. And and I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know if it's where they get it manufactured and they just, you know, what. I don't know all the ins and outs of that. All I have is to compare it to other games of... Similar vein out there, and nobody else is charging this much for that's this right. much in a box.
1: And I and I and I'm I'm guessing potentially that it's that price because Rosenberg's name's on it too. It could be if someone else's name is on it. You know who knows.
0: Now let's talk about gameplay. Maybe let's we'll like do that. that. Man, that's a good, that's we'll interesting
1: do. conversation. All right, so you start off with the gameplay. I guess you start off with our components too, because you dove right in. But go ahead.
0: So with the gameplay, I thought that I wouldn't really care for this game. Um, I don't, I don't you know thought. why. You know, it's it's an abstract game, which I don't mind abstract games. Yeah. I like, you know, Azul and King Domino. There's lots of them that I like. Something about this game did not draw me in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a box cover. I don't know. But the gameplay, I think, is really interesting. I I... I I don't. It's not that I don't like race games. There's some out there that I like a lot. Like Race Arcana is one. You know that that's you know that that race game. You like Istanbul. I like Istanbul. Like that. Um, But it wasn't something that I'm like, oh yeah, race game. But that being said, I've really enjoyed my place of this. I think it's I think it's really interesting when you're placing your tiles how difficult those decisions can be looking ahead at the the other tiles ahead, deciding what tile you want to take because I don't want to move too fast because if I do, then John's going to be able to take three turns Mm -hmm. and I'm only going to be able to take one. So all those interesting decisions I I think are are cool. But the biggest part of that is for me is, you know, in a race game, how can I get my disc onto those tiles? That's what you're trying to do. And you have to look out there and see all of the tiles that are there and think... Maybe even try to think a couple of steps ahead, although in a you know four-player game, it's kind of difficult to do that, but think, what are some tiles that I could get out there that are going to let me, let me get my disc out there? And I think that can be kind of a, an AP type of thing, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I think it's just, there's a lot of thinkiness to this simple game, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: even the tiles or you're talking about jumping way ahead, the ones that move you forward ahead more generally have more bowls and they're easier to fulfill. So if you always just go for the smaller moons so that you can take more tiles, it's definitely harder to fulfill those. So you've got to really, I think, have a good balance um, of getting at the right time. It's getting the right tiles at the right time. And those chains is what it's all about for me. If you were just putting them orthogonally adjacent, this game wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. But getting those chains of, I got this big red area here, where every time I get this you know, other tile that gets me a disc if I... Um, have oh wow there's two bowls on here one bowl says three reds one bowl says two reds I place it boom two discs right boom there and then I got one for this other disc and you feel really clever when you when you set that and you put when you put multiple discs out you like yeah you know, um, because you know you got to do that. You can't just one one off. There's no way you're going to win in the game. And the placement of the tiles is so important because as we played in our game, Dean won the last one. Um, actually, I won the first one. Dean won the last one, and I think part of it had to do with both of us formed kind of a square or block or rectangle, which caused us not to be able. To, and I know if you've never played this game, it, you need to have more openings. I think uh, to be able to score more discs. The first game he had more of that rectangle. The second game I did. He won the first. I won the first game. He won the second game. So you have to like keep your options open in this game sometimes. But the way the tiles come out, you got to be thinking about, oh wow, oh no, a bunch of red ones came out this time. Now that hoses me for this or okay, maybe I need to change my strategy on the right side of the table, I'll build something else. And so what what I really like about this game is I can teach someone in a minute how to play. 2 minutes max, right? Mm-hmm. But boy Boy, (laughs) this has a lot of thinkiness to it. Uh I've heard, I've heard, I told Dean, I've heard some people, I'm not going to mention the name, some reviewers on this say that they thought it was a little too simple, that the choices were obvious. No way. If you're, and Dean Dean said that maybe, we talked about this. We had a conversation about that same thing. I don't think so. I think if you're playing this game optimally, there's a lot to think about. Not at first, but as you get a bunch more, a bunch of tiles on the table, and you're thinking about how you could change some things, how you could put those tiles in versus okay, I've got three here, and but if I take this, then I can take another one because I'm five behind Dean. You know what I mean? And if I, but if I do that, then do I even really like the next three tiles? You, it doesn't have to be ultra thinking. You don't have to play it that
0: way, but you can. And that's that can be a negative because of that, right? Because you can absolutely like premium math out this game. Right. For every single move, you can do that. You can think, okay, I can get two, two disc out on this turn. This is the the most that I can get out. And also I'm not going to move too far ahead of John. And also I'm going to want to be able to get these tiles on the next turn. So like you can super, super math that out. And I think that can be a really big frustration, but if you don't mind that, I I think it's a lot of fun.
1: So I like, I do like that part about it. Um, Quite a bit. I generally like games that are easy to teach but have complexity to them. I agree. But I I will say that multiple times – I've played this game a decent amount now. There's always a time or two in the game where someone has a pretty long turn, generally. I wouldn't say like a long turn turn like five minutes. I mean like for a game that a lot of times you're taking turns in 30 seconds. That's three or four minutes, two, three, four minutes – then thinking through everything, making sure you do the most optimal move. When it gets to the end of the game, also, and you realize you're about to lose potentially or win, then you take a you, it's going to take a few minutes to math out, okay, how do I get rid of these three discs before Dean does? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do I even have a chance? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having moments of, you know, it being a little bit longer wait, but it's not the general flow of the game.
0: Yeah. But because of that, It can be like a five tribes where you can't take your turn too far ahead in like a four-player game. Uh, But when it comes to your turn, you really have to think through that. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That's very similar to this one. So in a two-player game, you don't have that same issue. You do have it, but it's not as much. But a four-player game, you might as well just sit and wait. I don't think I would like this game. I've not played it at four-player. I don't know if I would really, really like this one at four-players because of that reason.
1: Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because you that, and we did talk about that was, for sure. That yeah, I you can't you can't sit there and think about the tiles that are you could you could look at some of them, but who knows how what it's going to look like whenever it comes to your turn again, right? And w- what you're going to actually have available. Um, you can do a little of that if the moon is full, maybe. And but anyways, let's. I'm not gonna. Anyway. And you turn into a werewolf. Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh. Uh, that's not what werewolves sound like. Oh. No, you got a higher, higher pitch. Go higher. Oh. That's that's good. Nailed it. I felt like I was a uh,
1: police. I mean, a fire truck right there in a siren.
0: Oh, okay. We Let's just get to each other. Let's get to our final thoughts. Let's do it, man. So it's pretty quick. You're gonna think my final thoughts kind of weird. I'm I'm gonna jump into this. Okay, <laughs> I the comparison I'm about to make I know is very strange, but. Code names. I'm going to compare this to code names for a second. Wow, that is strange. You know how in code names, where you are trying to find, like, is there any way where I can give a clue that's going to get four cards picked right now? Mm-hmm. And if that ever happens, you feel like I'm on top of the world right now. It's like, true. I am the smartest like, I'm picking man up what you're putting down. This game has that yeah. clever feeling where if you can take a tile, and you've done this, and you can put four. Four disc down, or yeah. or however many like you can, uh, or want to, you know, however many you, are I mean, possible. I think it's
1: almost unlimited possible. It would be
0: based on cha- kind of, maybe, kind. Of. Well, no,
1: because the chaining and stuff. Not like unlimited. But, Not unlimited. But you could put potentially few, put
0: like you know one, three, ten four, disc five, maybe. Maybe.
1: It, it depends on how you. Yeah, it, it depends on.
0: It could be. It, it would be limited to how many bowls you have sure, in your and how yeah, yeah, yeah in your tableau or whatever, but. Regardless, if you get four, that's a, that's an accomplishment. And you have to feel like, I'm I'm the smartest man alive. That's what you would feel like. I, I think that's cool. I yeah. like games that make me feel clever. I just, I do. Whether it's the best design game in the world, if it makes me feel clever, I'm probably going to have, I'm going to rate it a little bit higher. Um, so this that's a big plus for me. I like the simplicity. I really like what you were talking about, where you can teach this game really fast, but then be able to really dive deep into this game now i do think i get why people would say they don't like the luck piece of this because you can really get hosed by the tiles that come out into that so i think that could be a negative and it has like but you just have to deal with what is out there i guess um so there's that luck base there is the sometimes you can just look at the board not me i have to think through this more you can think oh that's that's easy choice i don't have to really think about that yeah. for me that's not that hasn't been the case for me but i could see somebody being that way that's much smarter than me but i like this game i think it's a lot of fun super big surprise for me i'm gonna give this one a i'm gonna give it a seven and a half but wow. that is it it's a strong seven and a half wow. close to an eight but i don't think it's got the longevity to really bump it up yeah, tell you on that to that plot spot so seven yeah. and a half. Wow,
1: that's it's that's a that's a really high score for someone who just didn't want to play the game really.
0: Mm-hmm. Mostly because I know how much you like Uva, and I'd feel like I have to not want to play any of his games. Just to, But the more you play the, the more you like. Yeah.
1: Daddy's liking it. <laughs> so, wow, I already kind of gave my final thoughts. I mean, just to summarize, really easy to teach. Now, uh, but very thinky it can be. I would say the negative to that is I think if you teach someone, especially if you're teaching someone who's newer to board games, you will wipe the dead gum floor with them in this game. It won't even be close. I'm not saying maybe some people have good puzzly brains and can actually do well, but I think you'll wipe them. I mean, I beat you the first game pretty easily, but then you, but then you, no, no, no. But then you, I mean, you beat me the second game. It's because I'd played it a decent amount and I'm saying you're not new to board games.
0: I don't know if I feel that way though. Maybe. I you don't be know, right. because it's pretty simple to figure out what you should do, right? Or like what you can do. I
1: feel the more I play the game, the more I feel like there's some intricacies that I wasn't aware of on some of my decisions. I'm not saying that it's like ultra complex is not by any stretch, but like, oh, or I can start paying attention to other players a little bit more. Like at first, I was more focused on mine and how I'm going to get the balls. But now I'm like, oh, if I take that tile, it not only helps me, but it hoses Dean. I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I and I try not to play like that a lot. But I mean, if it's getting really close to the end,
0: oh, I think you have to. I think you have to. Yeah, I mean, you have you if, have to if do. You a want to play optimally. That. You also have to take the other person yeah. into consideration. So
1: that's that's. But anyways, that's only the only slight, and I say that as a slight negative because. I, when I when there's lighter games, I generally like ones that will play with a lot of people, if possible. Like mm-hmm. Point Salad was a really good job of not being overly complex. But I like this better than Point Salad. Um, I like that chaining thing in this game. I like how it makes you feel clever when you get the right pieces. I love how Rosenberg has a game that's not polyominoes, but it's a puzzle game now. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly maybe my favorite. I mean, it's not better than like... You know, Feast for Odin. I'm talking about Lighter, like Cottage Garden, Indian Summer, uh, Patchwork. This might be my favorite out of those, Dean. Because of the chaining cleverness that you don't... That feel I don't get with the other games. Like, pow, pow, pow. Like, same thing. Same reason I like. uh, That's pretty clever. I've talked about that game a lot. But, I mean, that's not even a game that I love. It's just a game I like. For a quick game that you feel... Clever, when you're playing like, wow, unlock that, unlock this, unlock that. You kind of get those feels in this game. And so I also, lastly, love how fast you can play this. If this game was an hour-long game, it's not going to get the highest scores I'm actually going to give it right now. I really wrestled between a 7.5 and and 8, just like Dean. Like I was like, oh, what do I give it? I'm going to give this an 8, Dean. And I'm I'm nervous about that, but solely because I can play this with two players, 20 or 30 minutes. And I get some really good feels when I'm playing. Them. I think this is going to hit the table a lot. I would agree with that. I yeah. think it's can going I... to hit the table. I think it's that sweet spot. This, I think I get the feels that you got with Point Salad. I gave seven and a half for Point Salad. I still like it a lot. I played a lot. But you gave it like an eight and a half or something because you mm-hmm. really liked how quick it is, how you can get to the table a lot. I get those feels with Nova Luna for me. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was
0: surprised how much I like it. Yeah yeah for for you i was surprised a little bit too so that's super high praises because this is not a game that you often give high scores to those types of games
1: Be, yeah yeah like, but it's that's what i'm saying like i think it's one of my favorites yeah of those types of games yeah uh
0: yeah so it is that's super high praises it's seven and a half for me it's an eight from john we'll go ahead and move on to the other review but i think that's that's really good scores and for me i think probably for John too contender you know i mean this is this is contender for spiel the jars obviously it already is for sure
1: and we'll and we didn't mention but we will have a whole podcast dedicated to that and we've already talked about this but we probably won't hit on this a whole lot but we'll be talking more about how it compares to the other games that's right
0: so real fast because we got to move on to the other one is it worth
1: it it? yikes man because it's so high it's i would say it, it, it i mean because it's that high for me it's worth it at 35 for that i think it's overpriced for forty, I would almost say no because I just I think it's ridiculous at that point.
0: I would lean towards the no category. Yeah, but, but it's again, it's really good because it's a fun game. But like for me, if this was a twenty five dollar game, no brainer. I'd say yeah, I'd pick this up. But I'm not gonna. I, I mean, I'm I'll play yeah. yours. I'm I'm good with that. no if I find but it, your like, wife might like it. She might, but it's not worth you cracked a little. It's bit not there, worth think, that you. much she though. <laughs> it's not worth that much to me. If but you if found it it's, for thirty, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and that's not much of a difference, but it's a principle, right? Yep, I'm with you. All right, so let's move on to our next segment. All right, so we're going to be doing a review of Tangard. We got a review copy of this from Lucky Duck Games because it is a Thundergriff-published game, but I believe the English version is coming to the U.S. from Lucky Duck Games, if I understood that correctly.
1: Or they're distributing it yeah
0: distributing it that's right
1: this version is in english
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just distributing it in in the u.s um Ooh, that was fun the email that i got from lucky duck games says that uh we'll be bringing the english retail edition oh that's why you said it yeah, Okay. so all right so this is a design by uh, francesco teslini and Pierluca luca Ziz- zizzi I think I said that right. I might be wrong. And the art is by uh, Matius Mizak. And in Tang Garden, this is essentially, it is a tile placement game. You've got this central board where you're going to be placing your tiles. You also have your own little player board, which just basically, uh, you're going to be moving up on these different, three different tracks. You also have these character cards that give you special abilities during the game. And if you get the character out on the board, you're going to get in-game scoring points. And then it also has the this stack of cards where you're going to be getting cards from that stack for set collection. So that's kind of all the different components. And I'll explain best I can in a podcast form of how that plays out. But there is a decent amount going on in this game. It's not a super heavy game necessarily, mm. but there are a lot of different moving parts. But on your turn, you're going to be able to do one of two main actions. That's to um, build the garden. So that's taking a tile from one of the stacks on the outer part of the board, and then placing that tile. When you place the tile, it will give you potentially um, to, it'll give you an opportunity to move up in your track. So if I place a green tile, I can move up on the green track as long as that green tile was placed with another green area. Right? Yep. Then if you close that area carcasson style, then you're going to be able to move up on that track another time. You'll also if you're placing pads, you're going to be able to get some coins there or if you get two pads, you'll be able to move up on the track. None of that really makes sense unless you're looking at it, but yeah. just know basically you're placing tiles and moving up on the track. That's the that, gist there you go. of yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other action that you can take is where the set collection part comes in, and that is to put a decoration on the board. So you're going to draw from the stack of cards two plus however many empty uh, tile stacks there are. Blank tile stacks, not empty. There's still tiles there, but mm-hmm. they're face down. So let's say I draw three cards and I can take one of those. And if I, when I place one of those, I'm gonna put the decoration out on the board and different cards give you different bonuses. This is kind of like the building set collection from tokaido i guess is kind of the comparison that i have so like if you have a fish and a bird you'll get six points at the end of the game if you have those two cards if you put a pavilion out there you're going to get no points you might get some benefits but you will get 12 points if you have the most at the end of the game six if you're in second place so that's the gist of the main action so you're either drawing from that stack of cards and set collecting or placing tile Then if you have moved all of your markers up to a character spot, you can draft a character and get a new character ability or use your old one. But then you're going to put the whichever character you want out on the board. So at one time, you're only going to have one active character ability. The ones on the board are going to give you in game scoring. And that's basically it. You're also going to have these tiles that you can flip over that will let you take extra actions. Those are your lantern tiles. If you place a tile out on the board that lets you take one of the landscaping tiles off, you can take a landscape cardboard piece and put it on the board vertically. How about that? You're going to stick it into the slot vertically on the board so that end game scoring might give you points for looking at this landscape that has certain amount of symbols Mm -hmm. on there. I think that's good to, to kind of give the gist. Yeah. It's a lot. And really, again, if you're not looking at all of the pieces, it might be kind of difficult. We're going to do a video of this at some point. So that might help you with, with how to yeah, play that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So anyway. Art and components? That's a lot. Why don't you jump into it? Art and components.
1: Wow. Okay. The components are fantastic. In this game, the pavilions are sweet. They have the plastic tops to them. And the bottoms, plastic tops and bottoms. And the middle is cardboard. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got little miniatures for for your people that you're getting over the course of the game. Nice little plastic miniatures there. They're good quality. Super Um, small, but for what it is, it doesn't matter. You have trees and stuff that they're cardboard, but they look really pretty. Mm -hmm. The game looks beautiful.
0: When you finish the game and look at the garden, which is the, the purpose of the game is you're building up a garden yeah. and important people are going to come in and judge your garden. That's the gist of the, the theme of the game. Yeah, And it does. You're right, John. It looks beautiful.
1: It, it does. Now, uh, the art is gorgeous in this game. The The components and the art are just fantastic. Now, I do have a few or a, a couple maybe complaints is that this is the challenge that you have when you want to have beautiful art is sometimes it functionally makes the game more difficult and there are plenty of times when i was looking at tiles especially the first game i played where i had to ask dean what is this is this a force this a path like it was hard for me to tell um and that was frustrating really it was like there i was like gosh that's frustrating then also there are these little circle discs that you're getting over the course of the game it can let you put up some standees in your landscape, not standees, but what kind of, you're
0: standing stand. the cardboard pieces. up. You're standing them up. Yeah. And
1: those are basically the exact same color as the board. Yeah. And it looks beautiful because, but for me, there's multiple times, of course, the game, I thought there were less tiles. I mean, less discs than there actually were. Cause that just, I just looked at the board and went, Oh, there's only four left, but there was like six left. Cause I didn't see that. And then the last thing I'll complain about, though, it's also a positive in the sense of it looks gorgeous with all the pieces standing up. But there are times when you have to get up out of your chair to move around because there's a tree that's blocking a symbol here, Mm -hmm. and you can't see the symbol because the tree's blocking it. So though it looks gorgeous, there are some frustrating parts. Now, would I rather have the gorgeous-looking stuff? Hmm. (laughs) That's a a tough, you know what I mean? Or would I rather it be functional? I tend to lean towards artistic a lot of times.
0: Well, you know my answer to that. Yeah, go ahead. Give my answer. my answer is yes. That I, I love having the really nice components. Um, I will say my least, maybe not least favorite component, but maybe it is. The pavilion is the one that is the biggest culprit for blocking some of those spaces, I think. And it's giant. Those are the ones, you know, the giant plastic pieces. Yeah. I think the trees are pretty big too. I wish those were a little bit smaller, but you have to put the miniatures inside of there, and so I get why it needed to be a little bit bigger. Which mm-hmm. brings me to my one of my complaints. My biggest complaint is what you just said, blocking spaces, I think. But it's not a huge complaint. I still I'm fine with that. They all the miniatures, they're small and they have round bases. Every if there's ever a game where you have to have a miniature facing a specific direction, I always want a square base Oh, and yeah. I don't know why you would make a round base. And I don't, again, production cost, whatever. I don't know what all goes into it that covers
1: up less maybe. And maybe they want it to have a smaller to not.
0: Have it doesn't square bases. Don't look as nice in a game like this, right? It doesn't look as clean, I think, but that's why I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's a lot more functional because if I have to be facing towards the north part of the, the board if you have a square piece, it makes it a lot easier. easier to you know, if it gets bumped or something, you don't know what direction. You, you mo- mostly you'll know which direction it's it's placed. So it's not that big of a deal. But I kind of wish it did have square bases. But overall, I'm with you. Production through the roof. Art, love it, all yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, I mean those complaints were. I mean it's still. I mean over. It's a gorgeous game. Yeah, I don't have a lot of complaints. It's a gorgeous game. I mean this it's could the anti Nova Luna. When I mean when it, I mean when it comes to art, I mean this could get art of the year. Like yep. when it comes to now functionality, again, it's not my favorite, but but it's really beautiful.
0: When you're looking at it, like when you look at the box, for example, you get the feel of like Takedo or Isle of Cats, right? That really clean better, box. That you like this better than Isle of Cats.
1: Way better than Isle of Cats. I don't
0: have Isle of Cats with me. I need to look I, at I, it. Those cats are creepy, man. Well, of course. I don't creepy, like the I don't like but. the
1: box the front box. This is way better. It's not even comparable. I don't like I don't like the font on the Isle of Cats.
0: I have to look at it. I have to look at it. I, I think this is my favorite out of all three of them, too. Yeah, it is. But I just, I thought, I yeah, I liked, I liked all. I Cat's like box. it. It's yeah. it, This is, this is. I really like this. This is beautiful, gorgeous yep. gameplay. Does all it right. match up?
1: Wow. So this game, I don't know what it was about. I'd seen a little bit about it, but I was just really surprised by the depth of this game. Whenever we started playing it. The first time, because I remember, I just for Cause some you think reason it's shallow
0: because it has nice components. Well, yes, I mean to a degree
1: I mean, that probably played into fact, but also on BGG it's like a two and a half weight. This is more than two and a half, in, my, in my opinion. Like I remember as we were playing, I was like, "Whoa, there's a lot more to this
0: mm-hmm.
1: thinkiness." It's not that hard to understand how to play, but Dean killed me our first game. I mean, it wasn't even close, and it it was a second game that I was able to like to play well and, and win, but I didn't win because uh, um, the, the first game, because not because I didn't know how to play, but because I just didn't know how to play optimally, I don't think. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I wasn't like... I, I kept going back going, oh, that was dumb. Oh, that was stupid. I should have done this. I should have done this move. Um, and so that... so Anyways, so I... Really enjoy that uh, uh, about the game, how it's fairly simple to teach, and but there's a lot of pieces that are going on. I'll I'll stop there. I'd agree with that, it. That's a good. I positive. think
0: the difficult part when you first play this game, this is what we ran into. You think there's a ton of points that you can get from the from the cards, and there are right. You can if you collect a all of the now, trees. This is the in mistake the game, I made. If you collect all the trees, you get twenty five points, which is a lot in a game where you might score the high score was eighty something. Was 80, 84 was the highest score. The lowest score was, was in the 40s, I think.
1: I I think got, that's right. I've got it in my app. <laughs> I can
0: go back and look. But 25 points is a lot if you can get all the trees. And so you think, wow, I'm just going to keep collecting cards, and that's the way to go. But the problem is... You cannot just focus yeah, on the right. tiles or the cards. You have to do both in this mm-hmm. game. And that's deceiving. It's super deceiving when you're first playing this game because you think, set collection on cards, that's the way to go. That's the way I'm going to go. I can go. get
1: trees. I can get 25 points if I collect all the trees. But if
0: you do that, you can't get your other characters out. You're going to be stuck with that same character or maybe one other character throughout the game. Uh, Because you have to move up that track, you won't be able to get the extra lantern tokens because you have to get the landscape tiles. Turn in a two-player game, turn four of those in to flip those lanterns back over. So Mm -hmm. you can't get the extra actions. You don't. Yeah, you don't get the coins from moving up on the track. So there's. But again, if you're just focusing on the tiles, you're going to miss out on points because you're not going to have any pavilions and you need to keep up with the other players to get the same or more. And you get coins
1: as you move up the track too. Right.
0: Right. What so a, I like I like that you can't just focus on one thing. You have to do both You do. One.
1: You do. It's a balancing act. What are the people called? Characters. Characters called characters. Wow. I think so. Okay. I, I just made that up. That,
0: well. I don't have the rule book in front of Anyways, me. Anyways,
1: so. so the characters are really interesting in this game because you start off with a character and they're going to give you in-game scoring if you get them out into the garden. Yes. Yes but they give you a scoring right now or a bonus right now while you have them. So you have those really interesting, and there's a game that does this indeed. It's just, Oh man, Dean it's driving me insane that we, we both can't figure Can't remember. I mean, there's other games that do similar things, but there's one that seemed really similar to this, that I love that aspect of it. And I can't think of what it is, but it's so interesting deciding, okay, this bonus is crushing it for me right now. But if I wait too long Dean might have three people out on the board. That's a lot of potential in-game scoring. Yes. So when to get rid of that character and send them out into the garden is a really interesting decision in this Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite parts about the game is that decision on when to do that. Uh, and at the right time, and then you have to face them in the right direction. You have to actually have a spot on the board. So when, I think Dean, Dean's mentioned, like when you have cards and you're trying to put fish or pavilions or your characters out on the board, there has to be a spot for them. Mm-hmm. So like, if I don't take it now, what if there's only one spot and Dean takes it? And shoot, now it takes me a couple more turns before I can get it out. You know, and that's that's kind of what happened in the first game was, I, one of the things that happened was I had the emperor who can score a lot of points in game, but gave me no bonus and I kept him way too long, way too long. And Dean destroyed me because of that.
0: Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's super interesting. I'm, I'm trying my hardest to think of the game that you're talking about and it's not coming to me. Either. I know, Sorry, I don't, man. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but yeah, it, I think that this game is deep. The, the decisions are deep, like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of different ways that you can go. You do have to focus on the characters that you have characters that you want to get but it's super easy to want to hone in on one thing like to either just hone in on the track and getting characters out there and not not get the cards you know what i mean and not just yeah I, i i think those decisions are are super interesting the other the other thing is those landscaping tiles so some of the characters will give you bonuses for what's in their line of sight so if they're facing north all the the tiles that are directly north of them, right? That's what you're going to get points for. Some of them are for the landscape tiles. So if they're facing towards the north landscape, there's five potentially five landscape tiles there and you'll get points based on the symbols that are there or whatever your character dictates. And the, the flip part of that, I think this is where the, the player interaction comes in is once you see what the other players' characters are, you want to get the landscape tiles out, but you don't want to put them in a place where they're going to get the points from it. And so mm-hmm. you, this, which for me is good, that player interac- interaction is really good. And it's not like there is some kind of in-your-face player interaction, but it's not harsh, I don't think. You're not like tearing people's buildings down or anything. You're just kind of hate drafting, I guess, is is the way that it plays sure. out in this yeah, game. yeah, yeah. He has to do some of that. Um, and I like that because I think if, this, if there wasn't player inter- interaction in this game, I wouldn't like it as much as what I do. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. You can do Final yeah. Thoughts, man? Let's jump into Let's it. Just Let's just do it. it. Let's dive in. So, all right, not too complicated to teach. It's not, nowhere near Nova Luna. It's going to take you five to ten minutes to explain to somebody, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not overly complex to teach. Right. But a decent amount of thinkiness in this game, um, I like that about it. Um. Yeah. This is a good one. No, this is a good one, Dean. I what I'm thinking right now is that like it exceeded my expectations. Is what I'm thinking. Like I remember uh, when you were describing it to me, when I see something, saw some things. It wasn't that I was just, just, a, I don't know, not. I just nothing really got me overly excited. I don't know what you know what I mean. But that doesn't mean that it's not a really good game. It's a good game. It's this is a solid game. Before I give you my final score, this thing killed it. I'm looking this up again. I delete. I've erased my tab here. On Kickstarter, this game killed it. Hold up, if I could spell the word "garden," that would help. I'm pulling up. Oh, exact- No, it's right here. It's right okay. here. I had okay. it, and I probably maybe I have it in another tab or something. I didn't realize it, but I just wanted This is part of my final thoughts. It's important. This is an important part of it. This game had ten thousand, almost eleven thousand backers, eight hundred and sixty-three thousand pounds. Whoa. This game crushed it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I was—I I didn't realize how much they crushed it whenever I saw that. Um, wow. Dude, that's a lot. It's yeah. almost a million pounds. That's crazy. Anyway, yeah. I really wrestled between... It's the same thing as Nova Luna. I really wrestled between a 7.5 and, and an 8 on this one. I want to give this a really high 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoy this game. Um, you know, the negatives, it's hard to put my finger on, you know, it just, seven and a half is a really good score, it's just, it's not something that, I talked to Dean about this, I am wonder how much I'll get this to the table, because it's not wide enough for me to show other folks, you know, um, folks that don't play games often, but it's heavy enough enough. With my gamer pl- friends, I just don't know if it's one that I'm just going to be like, yeah, let's play it, Dean. Yeah, let's play it, Dean. You understand what I'm saying? Right. There's just a lot of other games I'd rather play over this. Uh, yeah, for me, you know, I like engine building, all these d- different types of mechanics and stuff. But this is still a really solid game. And so seven and a half. this is a good game. Um, I was surprised and pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. So for me, I was kind of teetering, same as you for Nova Luna, teetering on a <laughs> seven and a half and, and 8 um, as as I've played this more, I I, I have I've John I've bumped this up to an eight. For wow. me. I'll just go ahead and throw that. I out get there. it, dude. I totally get it. It's a good um, game. Th- now there's I want to throw this out there real fast. There's six like mini expansions that are I don't know if they're available or what what the deal is with that. I'm I'm assuming they're Kickstarter things. I'm really interested to throw those in there. One of it's you know a new tree, a new character, but then there's some other things in there. I think. I don't need I don't need more for this game. Like I don't need a, an expansion. I yeah, think this I is know. totally fine, but I'm yeah. interested to see what some of those other pieces do. But I like testing out the different strategies. Now I don't like I said with Nova Luna, I don't know if this one has the longevity as as some other games that I have that I have at an eight. Like uh, I, one I'm thinking of off the top of my head is for me, Dinosaur Island. There's so much variability with Dinosaur Island. Mm. With this the variability comes with what tiles come out, what characters come out, all of that. So I'm, I'm reluctant, but I, I will stick with my eight, but it, it was teetering like seven and a half and eight. And I'll, I'll just bump it up to an eight. Really like this one. Think it's a lot of fun. And it, we'll g- jump right into the, is it worth it? Because mm-hmm. the, the price of this game, you said it was listed as about 45.
1: Yeah. So on mini if you want to go, like uh, I've said that name several times and we're not getting paid anything. So let's just say, Cool stuff Think, Let's say Any house, house, let's yeah. say game nerds. Um, for those types of website, it's generally forty-six, I think, like 4599. Um, it's definitely under fifty dollars. There's a lot, you get so much for ten dollars more than Nova Luna, you get so much more. Like this is two like tile laying games. We did a theme, didn't even realize it. Right. Uh for two tile laying games, such polar opposite in when it comes to worth it. Um Yes, probably. The thing for me is at a seven and a half, I have I try to keep my collection under 150 games. Mm -hmm. I don't think this makes it into my collection, but I'm really glad that you have it. So Mm -hmm. it's probably not worth it for me to do. But if you want this game, I think some people are going to love this game. Yeah, too. I think this could be like game of the year for some people. Uh huh. It's a super solid game. I really like it, and it could go up for me if with more plays. Yeah. But that's why I'm like I'm borderline on that. But it's for the price you get a lot yeah so it's that's great
0: yeah yeah i totally agree with that i think it's this could be a game that is like staple in some collections because yeah. of the like the deceiving complexity in it i think yeah, um for sure so yeah so that is an eight for me seven and a half from john we just flipped our numbers from nova luna that's all right and that's going to do it for episode 42 john tell people te- uh, people w- tell the meeples wow meeple people How they can get in touch with us.
1: All right, so you can go to MeepleTownGames.com if you want to see all of our stuff just kind of thrown on a website there. Did that sound appealing to say that? No. Um, We would love for you to review our podcast and give us a good review, actually. You can also go on to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, and you can give us a bad review if you want to as well. We'll just talk about you on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) because it's all fun for us. All this is fun. Um, you can subscribe to our channel. We're at Meepletown Games on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we're board game 3407.
0: Thanks for coming down to Meepletown.